Welcome back to 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast, a show focused on highlighting the illustrious Prairie View A&M University, the HBCU of Texas, by promoting SWAC and the HBCU experience, featuring your fellow PB Panthers, Roland Austin, Jay Cleasy, Big Mike Washington, three-time SWAC champ Gati Werema, former drum major HBCU band historian Shanetta Haskell, and Al Williams, driving the show from the hill. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at 1876SCP. And don't forget, we do it for the culture. Welcome to the 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast. We've got, man, easier to say who's here. We've got Roland out. We've got <laughs> Joe out. We've got Gatti out. But we do have Dr. Kenyatta Cavill um, helping us out today on the show. So, all right. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Good to see you. And, of Thank course, you. so thank, I'm, I'm thanking Mike and Roll for being here with me today. All right. So let's open the show up with Jay's top five most beautiful HBCU campuses. We're on this top five list. Prairie View is ranked number four with Morgan State, North Carolina A&T, and Hampton ranking above Prairie View. What say you? I, I say Jay haven't been to any of these campuses, I'm sure. Because I, I don't know like, how he came up with what, that list. What is his ranking system? Seriously. What, seriously. <laughs> Only one I can say is in the, even in the conversation was maybe A&T. But, man, come on. Uh, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know how you get A&T in there and all that. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think Hampton, some people like that water. You know, The water. Yeah. Right. The yeah. Water. yeah. I yeah. give you the water. Hampton, the water. But but I was yeah so I, I I don't know what he was thinking. Of. Maybe maybe he heard my argument that he never considers any schools west of the Mississippi. Isn't he, he a delegate for me, uh, in Maryland? He still didn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> he never considers in any of his give me five. Never a school west of the Mississippi. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He he say he's a delegate delegate for, in Maryland. So you know he had to do. He had to put Morgan State in there. Yeah, he put all that money in there. He just had the president on the interview. So you know he's trying to show some. I'm gonna tell you something. I I took it. It was so far fetched. I just took it for clickbait. I'm like, clearly, this is like, <laughs> what do you like better, the Whopper or the Big Mac? You know, <laughs> that list made so no who, sense who you whatsoever. Got in the top five? You got anybody else in the swag in the top five? Listen, first of all. I, I, you cannot say Bama State is even in the list. They have a really nice stadium, but yeah. that's about it. I mean, it, it's – I'm sorry. I can't speak too heavy on it, but I don't think it's in the top ten, actually. So, mm. um, <laughs> I, I got to give PV – PV got to have number one and number two, man, uh, period. Um, mm. uh, again, like you say, you give the you put the water element in there, and so you do get Hampton, right? Um I wouldn't give Howard they, anything. They right smack dab in the middle of the DC hood. At the hood. <laughs> I mean, who, Swag, you got uh, Grandma's in the hood. Tuskegee's nope. in the country. I no, Grandma's in the Who else compares no. to Prairie View? I mean, like, 
So I guess it is obvious that you do not agree <laughs> with these rankings. <laughs> That, All right, that's so where the <laughs> exclamation point. No, <laughs> exactly. So let's move on to. So we are less than two weeks away from Purview's homecoming 2023. So the lineup, the parties, the events, the gala. Let's talk about that. One thing I did notice, though, just quickly as I was looking through some of the activities, especially those occurring during the week, is they're very intentional to state PV student faculty only so maybe that's in response to what's been happening at some of the other hbcu homecomings so um i was glad to see that yeah i, I think so i mean it it, it seems kind of drastic but you do feel like you know drastic times do cause for drastic measures um mm -hmm. we want everybody to have a very safe homecoming and i think you know kudos to the university the the, the campus police um the homecoming planning board and all the all the folks involved to you know try to do something to make sure that they're able to contain homecoming as much as possible we know it's probably going to be well over seventy thousand people again this year you know it's that's a that's a hard mass crowd to 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 control so um shoot even my daughter's talking about she trying to go to the concert i'm like how you go what you even know about the concert at purview you know so <laughs> <laughs> so you know uh, you, you, you got to find a way to keep that stuff you know contained and keep it just for the folks that it's intended for so I, I, I'm, I'm all for it I'm all for it I, I noticed they also have events especially on Thursday and Friday for all comers uh, whether you're a current student a recently graduated student or a what I call a senior student because you got an R&B concert on Thursday, a golden anniversary class meet and greet dressed to impress at about the same time. And at the same time, you have an alumni tent with DJ starting at the same time. So if you confuse, uh, <laughs> there's always still the fourth event <clears throat> that starts at 7 p.m. It's the club 1876 alumni tent with DJ. So all four events start at 7 p.m. So hey. if Pick all your you name, buddy. Know which one Mike is trying to attend. I know, right? So I'm trying to figure out, all right, I'm going to be here for about 30 minutes. I'll be here for about an hour, get a couple of drinks, move over. Don't forget, you got to take the picture. You got to get the picture and say, I was here. <laughs> I am curious. Who can come on canvas and all that that's the that's the question I'm getting ready to ask. How are they going to manage the inflow of folks coming into the campus and leaving? How is parking going to be? That's a big question with a lot of folks. So yeah. it's usually those of us who are the you know the long haulers, right? The seasoned veterans. You know that Wednesday Thursday is kind of for the vets anyway, right? Yeah, that's your time to kind of be subdued, get your stuff all set up, hang out with those folks that. You know, look, the people that always park right there next to you every year, y'all catch up again. You know, you exchange a couple of recipes or whatever. What you got, what you got. Um, it shouldn't be a problem, right? Because those are just for those diehard, the veterans going to come out on two, on Wednesday, Thursday, right? Friday is when you start ramping up. Now we're going to start seeing state troopers and the constables and everybody posted up everywhere red lights red and blue lights going all mm -hmm. over the place 
Everybody got their shiny uniform on. Look at oh yeah, <laughs> man. Gosh, <laughs> and recipes won't be the only thing we're exchanging. But I was going to see the hear nothing. <laughs> you know them old timers, boy. Woo. Hey man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't wait till I have that level of confidence and self esteem because I just want to <laughs> glide across campus with my shiny. <laughs> I'm talking head to toe, man. I want the shoes matching the socks with the undershirt. I want everything. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, my I'm ready. I ain't there yet. My, I'm sorry, my, my my self esteem ain't there yet. But man, I, I can't wait to get them purple <laughs> nine later gators. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do the purple gators. Sorry, you, you can't. You gotta accessorize with the gators, man. The I'm track sorry. suit with the gators, mate. You gotta have a track can, suit with the gators. <laughs> I can have some gold pants. I can have a white shirt. But I cannot do purple gators. I saw somebody in purple gators. Almost. <laughs> mm. I definitely want to. I definitely want to applaud whoever. I don't know if you've seen the homecoming website. It's a, a pvamuhc.com, right? Very nice looking, clean website. Um, but when you go to that website, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that URL one more time: pvamuhc.com. Okay. okay. In that header. There's a there's an option for giving. So they're doing the homecoming giving challenge again. They're asking yep. 1,000 alums to give $10 to their respective college, right? So there's $10,000 they're trying to raise for each college. The College of Nursing has knocked it out the park. They've already exceeded the $10,000. The other colleges, COVID money. not so much. The other colleges, not so much. College of Engineering, of that $10,000, $1,615. I said it on I, Facebook. I, One of y'all engineers need to just write that check and be done. I, I'm sorry. Y'all making too I much think, doggone money. <laughs> I, think, I, I actually think I saw that, Sonetta. I think they lowballed that because um, unless you're on social media on certain on certain streams, you may not have seen that. Exactly. I had to look at that two or three exactly. times. They lowballed that. Publish that. Push that out. Market Please. that. Exactly. I said the same thing. And not quite sure how the College yeah. of Nursing learned about it because either someone wrote a check or, but again, yeah. look, y'all know, you know at the end of the year. Them yeah. checks start flowing in. I don't know why we're not capitalizing. I'm with you, Mike. I don't know how we're not capitalizing on this a lot more. Yeah. Um, one thing I do know that I've seen other places do, they actually have a designated uh, student workforce that is targeting those alums. They're giving you a phone call. They're reminding you. Sure. They're telling their story. They're asking you about your story. And that is the opportune time to start hitting those people up. I mean, not to say it's hard like that, hit them up, but to actually yep. reach out to them for their giving. <laughs> we don't do it. <laughs> Sorry, that came out wrong. But, you know, it, it, we don't do that well. Um, I remember, I think a couple of years ago, I got a call from uh, one of the students and she just called and just wanted to update the information. I'm like, hey, honey, you're missing something. And she was like, oh, excuse me? You didn't ask me for anything. Like, how oh, you got me on the phone for five minutes and you didn't ask me for a dime. Come on. Like, yeah. we, uh, we just missed that mark. So I hope um, 
you know, that's something that the new president is going to actually focus in on, the new office of development. That's a huge gap that we can feel real easy, real easy. But now that you know that that site is out there, <laughs> go to it, click giving and donate yeah. to your respective college. Well, yeah, you go to the website. And if you go to the website, the other thing is, depending on which site you come on, you may come to the home. It's like Shanetta says, you have to click on giving at the top. Yeah. That's not intuitive to a lot of people because a lot of people may be under stress, influence, or whatever. You got to click on giving, donate. I don't care if it's $5, $10. Well, I hope you can give a little bit more, you know, a little bit something. But I was kind of appalled being an engineering major and seeing where we were with that total. But I was like, I didn't know about this. Push that out. Yes. Um, yes. Definitely. But again, now we know. Yes. So we're going to encourage everyone to go out and again, 25, 100, 1,000, 5,000, or even just the 10,000. Okay. Give to you. I got to have Dr. Gaville money. I got to have that Dr. Gaville money. I'm sorry. Man, whatever. Look, y'all gonna make me go back to my old church days. Look, I know it's in here. I need five folks to stand with me right now for two thousand dollars. Who, who gonna stand with me? Who's standing with me? I'm pulling up socks and and quarter rolls. That Shanetta said, "Now you know." No one is now. You know. Now you know. All right, let's talk about the first Gen Forward series. We kind of touched on this a little bit a few weeks ago, but let's talk about that even more. Um, Michael, do you have more information about that? I had it up, but I think I closed it. Yeah. So I, I, I guess what, you know, we, 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 we debuted this in mm -hmm. September and it was a focus on Maddie Jordan. And it was, you know, we talked about, it was never too late to finish what you started. And it talked about her, her, her walkthrough. Uh, and there was another uh, focus on another student who actually had a similar walk with Maddie Jordan. I'm kind of my 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 uh, thing is spinning on my computer, but I like the focus because Prairie View is going back and looking at those non-traditional students that had that non-traditional walk. Um, she, you know, you'll remember just really shortly she had all kinds of stuff happening in her life. Parents died, lost a job had to raise kids, all things, took her 30 years, but she got a degree. And now we had an, another person uh, who, and Prairie View is focusing on these types of students. I'm wondering if it's a growing population of students that are graduating from Prairie View. Uh, so that, that's a question that kind of sticks to the back of my mind. I like it. Did they speak anything on um, using the general studies to recruit these students? No, Dr. Bill, they, they mentioned it in a separate article, not in the one that's on Prairie View site, because I was looking more into it. And they were like, you know, I was like, let me find out more about this. And they said there are certain programs. They did mention general studies was one. They mentioned another one, like educational. Oh, don't get me. I don't want to mis misrepresent sure. the field. But uh, they mentioned certain several fields that were reaching out to these individuals that had, you know, life happened. And they're bringing That's them good. to Prairie View. And I, I just thought it was a really good, heartwarming thing that Prairie View is doing. Roland, were you going to say something? No, no, no. Just It was really just kind of reiterating what um, uh, Mike was talking about. It's really just great to see that emphasis being placed on, like you said, those non-traditional students. 
uh, reaching back out to those folks, letting them, because you got to realize once you have been out of school or away from school for, you're talking 20 plus years, that's a huge um, uh, task to get over because you got a lot of um, uh, personal emotions that's tied to that, right? Regardless of whatever reason you left, you got to get over that to even get back to even apply again, right? So it's great they're making those folks feel like, hey, you're in a, you're in a safe space. Once a panther, always a panther. Come on back, finish your degree, and let your, that degree continue to you know to enhance your life. So, um, I, I'm all for it, you know. And uh, special shout out to um, one of our very own um, uh, Narita Johnson's mom, who's Rita Johnson, Miss Rita. We see you, baby. Miss Rita just finished her. She's one of those non-traditional students that came back to finish her degree. So um, we're super proud of her. And uh, the many more like her that's going to follow. And I, I say kudos to this program to even come into light. And I hope we continue to to shine it bright so that more people can um, can realize you can come back and finish your degree and be an alum. Because we put a lot of emphasis on alumni when we say <laughs> I finished, I graduated. So we want everybody to be in that number. Listen, so. Listen you can't even. That's serving the needs of Texas because there was a report out there that talked about the number of students that had some colleges and for whatever reason, as you perfectly said, life happened and they were not able to complete the degree. Yep. So mm -hmm. there is some emphasis in the legislature for institutions uh, that are finding ways to go back and support those students, re-engage them and put them in a program such a way that they can recapture some of the credits and move forward ultimately to graduation status. Now, Doc, when you say support, you mean financial support? So there's some yeah, there's some legislative funds out, out there. Man, that's even better. That is phenomenal. So I, I would imagine that uh, Prairie View either has already obtained some of those funds, or certainly uh, they will quickly find out that the funds out there are in the process of applying to get those state legislative dollars to support Beautiful. the program. Beautiful. Very nice. Very nice. All right, let's move on over to our volleyball team here. They're doing some really good things. Mike, fill us in. Well, first of all, I can I cannot do this any justice, man. For number 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 one, Prairie View AM through the season is number two in the SWAT. Mm -hmm. They're six and two between behind 10 and 0 Alabama State. They've had a few losses here, but but the real story is for weeks we've been talking about. Who? Kylie Owens. Why? Because she leads the SWAC in kills. Uh, and I mean, really leads the SWAC in kills. But there's an up-and-coming star. Her name is uh, Janya uh, Henderson. Outside of Kylie Owens, Janya Henderson is balling. Kylie Owens leads everybody in kills. My favorite stat in sports, period. <laughs> what is a kill? It's when you hit a ball and the opposition cannot return it, period. Because it hit so fast, it was such velocity, <laughs> it was such whatever. But Kylie Owens is leading, leading the swag. Okay, now Janya Henderson is leading the swag in hitting percentage. What does that mean? Our greatest percentage of her hits go toward points, and there's statistics for that. What else, what else does she lead uh, the SWAC in? Glad you asked, Mike. She's also leading the SWAC in assists. So in addition to Kylie Owens, we got Janya Henderson, a new SWAC star who's stepping up. 
this Prairie View team, this volleyball team. Not sure what happens when they reach the uh, with, when they reach the uh, tournament, but they are coming up and up and up. They had a couple of losses against Fam, Alabama State. That uh, lost to Fam was a pretty close match. That's the only team with as many t- uh, players that have statist- statistical kills. But Alabama State is also coming up strong. And then you have Prairie View A&M University. So they have uh, one loss. I think they're playing TSU, if I, if memory serves me correctly. But, man, this volleyball team, folks, pay attention to this volleyball team. Kylie Owens, Janya Henderson. Oh, my God. Oh, and I'm sorry. There's another one. There's Bailey, Hen- Bailey Hewitt. Uh, she's also moved into the top five. And what? Kills. So please, Mike. I Mike. need to get you. I need to get you to actually call those games, man. I don't think they're gonna call the game with the level of intensity. I love it. Kill. That, that would be dangerous. He said, "Up there, kill, kill, kill." You, you lucky I don't have a glass of wine on my side. Kill. And they, Mike, is it extra, is it extra points if the ball hits somebody? Swept, uh, Texas Southern with three games, so they're really playing. Yeah, that's right. They swept Texas Southern. So, man, this this volleyball team is looking very dynamic. So they're gelling. And as we come to the you know the end of the season, the tournament, we look for them to go really far. I mean, they they are top notch. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Roland? No, I was just asking. Do you get extra points if the you know if you kill and you like hit, you know if it hits their head or hit them in the face or something like that? That's not. Well, the stat says if they can't return it. So if they hit them in the nose, they hit them in the mouth. They, they hit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm combining two sports. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just Man, look, I'm like Dr. Just put a little extra sauce on it, Mike. Just put Dr. Gabil <laughs> tells me all that. Stick with the facts. Stick with the facts. The facts say they can't return it. <laughs> all right. I'm about to hit you on the head. <laughs> Well, and we talk they, about they're, go they're ahead. in the mix of a three-game road trip, so it'll be fascinating to see what they can get uh, over this three-game road trip uh, with Pine Bluff, Grambling State, and Jackson State. So they can really yep. make a, a move to solidify that second position spot, which, as you imagine, in a tournament is significant. Got it. Got it. And we do have an, uh, we have an opportunity to see uh, our women's soccer team. They will be playing on campus this Friday, October 27th. It's senior night, blackout versus Texas Southern. That's at 7 p.m. kickoff, again, at PDAM Sports Complex. And with that, we will come right back. Wait, one thing before you you go to the the break. I just want to give an update because, as you said, they they took that road trip to Alabama. uh, You talk about they had the win against Alabama A&M, and they tied Alabama State Mm one-to-one. Oh, yeah. and with that, anything else? <laughs> anything else? Road critics. <laughs> All right, we're going to football. <laughs> Second and five. First to the hole up the middle and breaks free. The 20, the 10. Touchdown, Prairie View. And it is Tristan Waters. All right, cool. Now, the cool thing about that clip is it mentions Tristan Wallace. So what's cool about him is that he just signed a letter of intent to play football, uh, XFL, for the Houston. What is Houston's team? XFL Roughnecks. Team? The rough Houston next. Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Got to have a Roughneck. Ride or die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so shout out to him for that. 
So now hey, we go ahead. Real real quick. One big thing is Trist, it was Tristan Wallace and I think uh, Elijah Blades. Mm-hmm. I think he came from a community school, I believe, in Arizona. One of the <clears throat> things that people are saying is that he had several offers. Uh, he signed uh, a letter of intent with the Roughnecks, but not as a wide receiver, as a tight end. So that's a big change for him. But, con- you know, con- hats off. Congratulations to him. I'm looking forward to see what he can do as a tight end with the Roughnecks as it, opposed to a it. wide receiver. Gotcha. All right. So the next game for our Panthers, they make the trip to FAMU for FAMU's homecoming. So let's talk about our hopes. I don't sound excited about that at all. I know, right? (laughs) Our hopes and our desires. Well, well, first of all, let me let me leave this. Well, we're heading down the road to (laughs) I get back. From Argentina's Friday night. I'm on the plane early this morning to Greenville from Houston to Atlanta is the first stop. And what do I have? One third of the plane is FAMU. What do they get on the plane doing? Drinking and talking noise. FAMU alumni, old school. And so we up in there, and I happened to sit next to one of them, and he told my, he looked over me. You know that old man, y'all gonna be ready next week? I was like, so you know me, I'm not backing down. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna beat the brakes off that. <laughs> so he's like, all right. So I'm talking much noise, talking it up and hyping it up. And then, then I was like, so you know, what's what's up with the band? You know, y'all that that little one hundred is it is it eighty eight or ninety nine or hundred? He was like, you know what it is. So it was whole. They actually we actually held up the plane because we were so much jawing. And then two or three of his alumni had to jump into it. Oh, I know that ain't Prairie View jump, jumping. Yes, it is Prairie View. So I pulled out my little Prairie View hat. Yes, we don't back down. So anyway, I, 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 that's our lead-in to Prairie View going to FAMU this next weekend. So so I, I talked it up. Yes, I did. Yes. You got to keep and, talking and, to the trash. Yeah, we, and, dude, we stay ready. Yeah, we stay ready. We stay ready. But, but ready for what we have? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so who's going? Who's going to the game? Okay. I was going right. and I had to cancel the trip. Uh, and it's not because I don't have the confidence. It's a different story. I canceled the trip because my wife was traveling. and Somebody has to make sure that we are taking care of Deuce, the nine-year-old that you always see tagging along with me. Yeah. So uh, that's my responsibility for the week. Um, so I'm not able to make the trip. But to the point on this, I think for the football team and all those in serious talk is most folks have North, I mean, have FAMU ranked number one, HBCU mm-hmm. sports. They're a top 25, top 20 FCS program. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them may have a number two with North Carolina Central out there. But you're talking about a chance to make a statement. You know, these yeah. players and coaches, you got to believe they're going to be focused, they're going to be Hungry, you're going down, you feel kind of disrespected because they put you on homecoming. It's a homecoming team. Yeah. It's been a while before Prairie View was the homecoming team. And obviously, it's a different now with expansion. Um, it's not necessarily because they see you differently. It just happens to be that. But it doesn't mean you don't use it for bulletin board material. Um, and you have a team that uh, at times can be very explosive. Obviously, the last game was disappointing. Uh, but in a lot of ways, this is the type of team that's con- 
can cause problems. Fam, you has had a problem starting off in the first half. So if you can find a way to get to them early, get on top of them, maybe you can make them play in a different style. Maybe you can make them fight back and you can find a way to get it done. This is the team that went to all four that hadn't won there in a while. Found a way to get it done. So you've seen glimpses of this team that's been able to play uh, really well on the road. And to get to where they want to get to, which is the playing the championship game, this is one of the crucial road trips they got to win. Obviously, the next one is Southern. So this is the first chance they have a chance to make a huge statement across the FCS landscape for that matter and specifically for HBCU sports. The game, as you know, has been bumped up to ESPNU. So it'll be a good one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that speaks volumes itself. Um, you know, the fact that it's been moved up to ESPN one. I think that folks have counted Prairie View out. And as Dr. Cavill, Prairie View had not won in Alcorn since 2015. So I I think this, you know, you know, there have been some mistakes made by Prairie View on both sides of the ball. But I think if, and one thing, this team does have the potential if they actually organize it, if they can actually be disciplined. And number three, I think they have some motivation here. I cannot uh, be because I had to cancel it because I have to babysit somebody from France. So, um, but I will be glued to the TV. But I I think there are some factors out there that lend to Prairie View if they can just take advantage of them. That's the key. Can they take advantage of them? And as Dr. Bill said, early in the game, I say throughout the entirety of the game. Can they carry that intensity throughout the entirety of the game? Not just one quarter, two quarters, but throughout all four quarters. So. Okay. So, guys, what do you what do you think is going to have to be their strategy? Right. You you look at. Um, we just watched uh, Texas Southern um, play them this past weekend. You know, Texas Southern actually had them up at the half. Right. Um, do you think Prairie View has? Does Coach Bubba and and, and staff have what it takes to actually? put together an offense that's going to, you know, find the holes within FAMU's defense enough to actually – because, you know, you can't give them much buffer, right? It's not going to be a blowout. We know that. And I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either side. I don't I, I don't predict that. But what do you think Purview's strategy needs to be from an offensive standpoint? I think similar to what you saw Texas Southern do is um, – said that jump on them early, but how do you do that? I think you want to take your short passes – uh, make them come up to make the tackle. Sometimes they can get a little lackadaisical in the tackling. So you can get some big plays. Uh, certainly doing some crossing routes would be nice with these receivers. And then um, if you can get some running game, you're going to have to use the backfield that we have, get them to run the ball, which sucks them in with the linebackers. Uh, they're going to be tough to run against up front, but you can get some yardage running wide, even though they're fast. Sometimes they get sucked up in the inside and you can get some plays on the outside in terms of your running backs. If you can do that, now you can go over the top, which Prairie View really is effective when they are able to get the running game going. You can get that play-action pass and you can get some big plays uh, on this FAMU secondary. The problem that you're going to have to look at is you got to keep this going. FAMU is the type of team, uh, once they get the mojo and get the confidence and get the middle, they can stack up points quickly. So you got to be careful when they get one or whatever that you don't let it be um, something that cascades. And that's some problems you've seen with Prairie View where they have allowed some teams, once they get some mojo, to kind of let things cascade. Alabama State also played them really well. 
Uh, you have to be up front, get in the face. Um, you have to give them no run. You got to make sure that you let them know that you're here to play them and that you're not scared of them. I certainly believe Prairie View's team is going to be in that mindset. But you're going to have to be aggressive at the point of the attack, which does leave you wide open on the backside. So those are some things that you got to kind of consider in this matchup in terms of making it work. Yeah, I think, you know, if you look at that TSU game, you know, only 131 yards rushing, but they were much more effective passing, making them kind of one-dimensional. A Prairie View, in my opinion, has a much better running game than TSU. If they can use both sides much better than TSU did, I think they have a shot at being competitive, much more competitive in this game and jumping on them very early. The other thing is, uh, Doctor mentioned, Doctor Cavill mentioned a crossplay. Change up the plays. Let, let's 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 change up. Let's shake that thing up and, and give them something. You know they've looked at film. You know they looked at what we've done against Alcorn, against Grambling. Let's shake up the playbook a little bit and give them something they hadn't seen. That was that would be the other, other thing. Now, that's about, that's about what I just, just turn it over to the back, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what the thing is, is if you were going to do that, and I know we've been kind of asking for that, but this would be the perfect time because you had the open week. So you had more yeah. time to be exactly. able to teach any nuances of new things that you want to do because it really is tough uh, generally week to week playing to make major changes in your offense. It's just not realistic with the amount of time. But the open date gives you the opportunity to make some key. One, get healthy. And two, as you said, make some key changes. Last thing I'll talk about, Mike, whenever you're with some rattlers, uh, you, they really excited about Jake Gaither, but ask them the coach that gave Jake Gaither uh, much of his problems, particularly in the Orange Blossom Classic that they're legendary, legendary and found down there. And it's one other than Billy Nix. Billy Nix. Two and two yeah. over all against them. And then you're talking about FAMU, Prairie View's record against FAMU, four and two overall uh, during that mighty history. Um, and in the crux of all those championships, FAMU was winning. Prairie View's winning at the same time in the 50s and 60s, so they really don't want to go there with the history. Prairie View was 3-1 and one in the OVC, 1-0 and oh in the Prairie View Bowl in terms of, the, of that 4-2 and two record uh, with, again, Jake Gaither being 2-2 two and two in that matchup. So that's a little history that we can put out there. Listen, I, I, I appreciate that. I love it. I didn't have all that. I, tell I, you, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I said when I looked up and saw Doc was on, I said, Doc, God, I ain't got my notes or nothing. No, you were gonna throw stuff at you. You weren't ready for. <laughs> he do it to me all the time on the show. Mike, what are your thoughts when they went third? I don't know. <laughs> no, before we switch from this game, I guess I gotta, you know, look, we know, we know, offense. We, I think it was a no-brainer, right? That was a kind of toss-up pan. But what do we have to do to overcome, you know, the, the, our secondary? gap right what i mean defensively uh he said okay well they say next question <laughs> yeah i mean on all serious gonna be tough because that's probably what famu does the best of yeah going over top some people oh, are yeah. concerned yeah. with famu if they throw so much so they will give you some opportunities for interceptions yeah. uh but they throw it so much they also give you some big plays so you got to find a way to kind of push back on these big plays um they haven't been successful with the run they haven't been consistent nope. in terms of what they're doing. So we got to make sure that they don't run those and take your chance what they're going to do over the top. But as you mentioned, that plays, you know, in the hands of what we don't necessarily do as well. So in this game, I think it's just one of those tough matchups. So we got to find a way 
to kind of score with him. Uh, yep. Keep it going and, and make some key stops. Like I said, he uh, Musa will throw some to you. And so we yeah. got to pick them off. We can't let them drop them. We got to get them in the hands, pick them off. And we got to see if we can get one for a pick six, maybe two. Yep. And if we do that, uh, we'll take our chances. Yep. He's not yep. Superman. He'll throw some ducks. Yeah. yeah. And and the, the corners, I mean, I, I keep saying it. That ball, you have access to that ball, too. Like, you, too, exactly. can catch that ball. Right? right, and I feel the games that I've watched, it's just more about stopping. Like, look up, just look up, look up for the ball, exactly. <laughs> please. It's right here. It's really right there. It's right there. Because <laughs> you're, you're. I'm thinking about. I hear everything that you're saying, but I'm also thinking about the environment that they're going to be playing in. Right? Oh, gosh, that's 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 not, environment. You got to get your mind right for that. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. ESPN and it's all coming through. Oh my yes. God! In that layer, and the thing is, they haven't. This group, obviously with expansion, they haven't seen it. They're seeing it at Jackson, they've seen it at uh, Southern, but they hadn't seen it at FAMU. So it will be a new experience. A great point. Oh yeah, it's next level, man. For those yeah. of you who have not experienced a FAMU homecoming, it's next level. Um, and the the game, the level of an intensity at that game is is off the charts. You know. Um, and, and so the other thing here. is, is our fans got to don't get shook up. Don't look at no them fans. They get to talking to you. I'm telling those fans will keep talk. focus on the field. Don't don't yeah. look back. Don't it. Do not <laughs> overindulge <laughs> before you go to the game. I don't want anybody to get hemmed up. Make a reel because you get tossed into the back of the paddy wagon because they no. got to you. <laughs> well, all you got to do is listen to the session. And throw out Billy Nicks. <laughs> Done. That'll shut everybody up in, huh? Billy Nicks. <laughs> like, they get nervous then. Yeah. Uh, then you go to the barbershop. Every time we talk about family preview, they want to throw Billy Nicks. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, Billy Nicks beat out. Yeah, he did. He did. Why you got to keep throwing the old stuff? <laughs> yeah. Y'all don't want to it up. <laughs> right. right, right, right. So, all right. So that's next week. Hopefully, I'm hoping and everything. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm gonna watch it with my dad. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping this time next week I have a smile on my face. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll be back with some We Ready shout out. <laughs> All right, and we're back with some We Ready shout outs. Who has one? I forgot to look. I got one. So kudos to uh, the Prairie View AM Marketing and Communications Group. Yes. They unveiled their redesigned newsroom. Um, it's led by the Office of Marketing and Communication. The, and this redesign is kind of another initiative <clears throat> from the, the office's new marketing campaign. It was launched this summer, but designed to help set univers the university apart from its peer institutions in a highly competitive market. So that's kind of the dictionary buzzwords. But since the launch, you know, they've received a lot of responses, a lot of input from students, and, and a lot of kudos on the setup 
on this new news uh, network, so this newsroom website. So I'm going to give the PBAMU Marketing and Communications Department a big A with they ready. Hey, real quick, I don't know if you guys have seen, I'll give a quick shout out to um, our very own um, uh, Sean Zachary. I don't know if you guys saw that she actually went viral for a minute, uh, yeah. showcasing her uh, majorette moves, uh, showing that she still got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. That was that really was nice, man. So, you know, shout out to Miss Zachary, still showing yeah. the girls, hey, this is what you, this is what it should look like. <laughs> yeah. He she's ready. She's definitely ready. <laughs> she say, bring it, young buck. Bring it. Definitely. Bring it. <laughs> Come on, Grasshopper. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to go? Whew. All right. Okay. All right. PV. You, you know. No. Man, you can't get it right with three people. <laughs> Man, listen, we mess it up with two people. I don't Come know. Somebody's cadence is off. Come on. Somebody's rhythm is a little bit off. You can't, you don't, you don't, I'm it's not a metronome. You know, I'm always I'm always gonna point the finger at room. You know what? As you you could probably do that. I'm gonna tell you something. It's fine if it wasn't messed up in person too. So, mm -mm. Kayla, we actually got it in person. <laughs> it was last year, but we got it.